What's up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, CEO, MTS Nutrition, Chief Marketing Officer, TigerFitness.com. And we're going to talk about the Heart Health Series. Now, huh, we've had all these bodybuilders dying. We have a lot of people having cardiovascular um, issues right now, heart attacks, athletes. I, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what's causing them. But I think that we need to focus on heart health. Now, I plan on doing at least 20 videos on things that will... Well, decrease your chances of dying in general, but also greatly decrease your chance of dying from something to do with your heart. Now, I would like to state that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a PhD, but I am a man who has spent a greater part of his life because my dad died from complications of type 2 diabetes and my mom is a drug addict. Um, looking into health, fitness, and how to live a longer, more productive life. And when 2020 hit, and we had the uh, the great um, virus hit, I really delved into data on how to mitigate all-cause mortality. And we're always going to go back to obesity, right? Obesity is the number one comorbidity for everything, everything, including dying from this novel virus. So today I'm not going to go into obesity, although I'm always going to tell you in the video to get less fat, lose weight, and be at a healthy weight. In fact, the entire last episode of this was based on dealing with body weight, not just being fat, but look, I'm obese. I have, according to the BMI, I'm obese, and I know that. So I have to take that and use the other methods to mitigate my risk of death because I am high body mass. We've already explained why that's an issue because your heart has to work harder. However, if you are in shape, just to surmise, your body's better at delivering and consuming oxygen. So I am better than someone who's fat, but I'm still not as good as someone who's smaller. So today we're going to talk about something that I always post about, something that I use extensively, and something that I wholeheartedly believe in, and that's the sauna. So the sauna has so much data that I literally had, my wife got pissed because I'm old school. I can't do everything on a computer. I was born in 1980. I'm 41 years old. This is what I got. I only got the, I had over 50 pages and I got some highlights. Now sauna is not only a way to feel good psychologically, mentally, but it also has other benefits. And one being cardiovascular. That means you don't die as often. I don't care if it's 1%, we're doing it. So we'll go over what the sauna means. We'll go over how long people stayed in the sauna for these studies. And we'll go over some of the benefits. So I have notes and I apologize for reading. But I can't remember all this stuff because I'm Polish. So anyway, check it out. <clears throat> So this is going to Finnish sauna bathing. Finnish, not like the finish line, but like Finland. It's characterized by exposure to high environmental temperatures, 80 degrees Celsius to 100 degrees Celsius for a brief period. Okay, it's usually used for pleasure and relaxation. But beyond pleasure and relaxation, emerging evidence suggests that sauna bathing has several health benefits, which includes reduction in the risk of vascular disease, such as high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, stroke, and neurocognitive diseases, non-vascular conditions, such as pulmonary diseases, including common flu. So 
What is the flu? It's a virus. What has literally stopped the world for the last two years? A virus. There's data that sauna can reduce your risk of virus. Mortality, treatment of skin conditions specifically, as well as pain in conditions such as rheumatic diseases and headache, such as rheumatoid arthritis. <clears throat> the physiological responses produced by an ordinary sauna bath correspond to those produced by moderate or high-intensity physical activity, such as walking. So essentially, I always put it to you this way. Sauna is like doing cardio while sitting on your ass. The beneficial effects of sauna baths on CVD, that's cardiovascular disease, and mortality may be mediated via reduction in blood pressure. It helps reduce blood pressure. Improvement in endothelial function. Reduction in oxidative stress and inflammation. We've talked about this in a lot of my videos before. Inflammation is Satan. If we can figure out a way to decrease systemic inflammation, your quality of life and your chance of dying go down significantly. <clears throat> Beneficial modulation of the atomic nervous system, autonomic nervous system, improved lipid profile. Now, what did we talk about in the steroid videos I've done? One of the reasons steroids can lead to or contribute to uh, premature death is its alteration of lipid profiles, right? arterial compliance, and improvement in the cardiorespiratory system, and sauna is generally recognized as safe. So what is sauna bathing? Basically, you are heated to a te temperature of between 80 degrees Celsius and 100 degrees Celsius. Okay, relative humidity is normally 10 to 20%. However, infrared or dry saunas also have benefits. The infrared light does have benefits on its own. So I would say whether it's infrared or whether it's not, what I have found personally is that I can go for longer in infrared. If I go to Lifetime Fitness, I use the sauna there. I could generally go for about 20 minutes without feeling uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable. I actually built a sauna room into my house and I can go for up to 40 minutes in there. So I would say 1.5 to two times because infrared usually only goes up to 150. Whereas again, you get a conventional sauna up to 180, 185, even 200 degrees. <clears throat> the comfort and temperature of the sauna bather is dependent on this, right? Usually ranges from five to 20 minutes of duration. So if you go in the sauna, the studies, it was generally five to 20 minutes of use. Like I said, these are traditional saunas. In infrared, I would say you could probably go 15 to 40, although longer sauna bathing may be used depending on the individual. The average habitual frequency used in these studies were two to three times a week. <clears throat> so here's the key. What does cardiovascular activity do? Well, it increases your heart rate. Check this out. During a sauna session, the heart rate may increase from baseline up to 120 to 150 beats per minute. Think about it like this. It's cardio while sitting on your butt. Evidence from a number of experimental and epidemiologic studies implicates sauna bathing to have a positive effect on blood pressure modulation. However, it appears that most of these reports were conducted in patients with pre-existing vascular disease and evaluated only in the short term of sauna on blood pressure. There's a lot of um, experimental studies, so it does help reduce blood pressure and mediate hypertension. A single sauna session produced positive effects on systemic blood pressure assessed during 24-hour blood pressure recordings. So it does, as little as one session, 
help improve your blood pressure. Let's go into cardiovascular disease. The protective effects of finished sauna may also reflect lifelong habits, which may be at least partly com comparable to the health effects of long-term physical activity. Although several studies have suggested beneficial effects of sauna bathing on indices of cardiovascular function. To my knowledge, only two reports have investigated the effects of regular sauna bathing on long-term risk of cardiovascular disease. In one, a prospective cohort study of 2,315 Finnish men followed for 20.7 years showed that higher frequency and duration of sauna bathing were inversely and independently associated with risk of sudden cardiac death, fatal coronary heart disease, and all-cause mortality. So it reduces your risk of these issues happening. In another cohort study in 1,628 men and women followed for 15 years, they found that having regular sauna baths, four to seven sessions per week, compared to one sauna session a week, was associated with approximately 62% reduced risk incident of stroke. So what we're seeing here, not necessarily more time, but the more frequency, the better for sauna use. So if you go in every night for 20 minutes, do it. It'll be better than going in one night for 40 minutes. So sauna bathing and pulmonary disease, evidence suggests that sauna bathing improves lung function. Now, this new novel virus, what does it attack a lot? Your lungs. Think about it. By improving vital capacity and volume, ventilation, and forced expiratory volume. So the pathways implicated in the health benefits, um, pathways implicated um, on Vascular disease and mortality risk include reduction in systemic blood pressure, improvement in endothelial function, reduction in oxidative stress and inflammation. We talked about inflammation. Inflammation is literally Satan. Beneficial modulation of the autonom autonomic nervous system. Positive alteration in levels of circulating vascular risk factors such as natriuretic peptides and lipids, hormonal changes, improved arterial stiffness, arterial compliance, and intima media thickness, and improvement of the cardiorespiratory system as well as cardiovascular function. So here's what I'm going to read. Some excerpts. Sauna bathing stimulates hormonal changes, which includes increases in levels of plasma renin, cortisol and growth hormones. So it will increase your GH and the cortisol effect is going up because you're in a stressful situation. There is stimulation of the sympathetic nervous system due to the high temperature, which increases the production of norepinephrine. Isn't that awesome? Increases in the levels of norepinephrine induced by sauna exposure have been reported to be similar to those induced by physical activity. Maximal physical activity. It is exercising while sitting on your ass. Sauna therapy may also exert its effects via the changes in the levels of blood-based cardiovascular markers, such as markers of glucose metabolism and insulin resistance, natriuretic peptides, and cardiac troponin T, and inflammatory markers such as interleukins and C-reactive proteins. Although data on this topic are still limited and further studies are warranted to elucidate these potential mechanisms. We need more data, but so far so good. If you go to a gym like Lifetime Fitness who has a sauna, after training, jump your ass in there for 15 minutes. That's my recommendation. We have recently shown that regular finished sauna baths are associated with a decrease in circulating levels of inflammatory markers, such as high sensitivity C-reactive protein, fibrinogen, and leukocytes at baseline and long-term follow-up. So it helps you immediately, <clears throat> then it helps you as you go. There's also evidence that sauna exposure could boost the immune system, which, listen to this. With everything going on out there, I need you to listen to this. 
which may partly explain why sauna baths reduce susceptibility to common colds and prevent infections in healthy individuals. What is a cold? It's a coronavirus. Furthermore, the effects of sauna bathing on vascular and non-vascular diseases may in part be mediated via reduced oxidative stress, as oxidative processes are known to be involved in the etiology of several disease conditions. So adverse effects, very little if you're in good health. It's generally safe, and it's pretty self-regulating. If you feel dizzy, if you feel nauseous, get out of the sauna. There's also ways where you don't have to be in there the entire time. A lot of people come out, take a dip in the pool, maybe hop in a cold shower. My brother does that. He has a he has his sauna in his downstairs. Um, he built a, a space for it in his bathroom. My brother does pretty well. And he has a shower right next to it. So jump out, cold shower for 30 seconds, jump back in. Many ways to do this. So my recommendation to you to surmise this, find a sauna or join a gym with a sauna. Go in at two to four days a week for about 15 to 20 minutes. If you have an infrared sauna at home, you can use that anywhere from 15 to 40 minutes. But if you do the sauna, not only will it help your health, but honestly, it just makes you feel good mentally. And also for me, it helps me with any water imbalance. You know what I mean? Like as a bodybuilder, I notice my water's weird. I don't have any science behind that. It just helps. And sweating, getting your schwitz on, it appears to be good for you. Anyway, guys, hopefully you like this is part three. There'll be many more parts coming. Guys, stay healthy. Live a long life. Hug your family. Pray for others. Just do your thing, man. I want y'all to live long, healthy, prosperous lives. And if this series helps just one person, it's worth it. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. Share this video. Like this video. Tell your friends about me. And if you need any nutritional supplements, please go to tigerfitness.com. I also make the Outright Bars. I own MTS Nutrition, Ambrosia Collective, 015 Nutrition, Pump Chasers. A lot of brands out there with my name behind it. Please support me because, uh, well, I think I'm a nice guy. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. That's not a game. The best booster isn't a shot. It's your natural immune system. Every time we step out into the world, we are attacked by viruses that do their best to break down our defenses. Vita helps solve this problem. Vita contains proven antiviral replication supplements and Emulina to ensure that your body is primed to defend itself against foreign invaders. Don't go another day unprotected. Get your Vita today.